Hello, welcome to your favorite podcast about stocks and the stock market. It's the Stock Hypers. It's Brian and my buddy Danny. We're here to talk about the market and we've been gone for a long time. I'm going to blame it all on Danny. Is it your fault that we haven't done this? It is actually your fault, Brian. So we're good. We'll just split it. How's that? <laughs> yeah. So um, it's been a it's been a couple of weeks where I've just been swamped with uh, regular life stuff, and uh, my apologies for that. The stock market, nothing's happened anyway since then. I mean, that's really been down. So who wants to talk about it when your portfolio is in the tank? But yeah, Brian. What do you you know? As we have been talking, I am nervous through the year end. I'm nervous when the energy prices go up in Europe this winter, which is going to be horrific. We'll look are you like saying that we're subject to the energy prices. I mean, are, you know, the Queen just died. God rest the Queen. Mm -hmm. um, is that going to be an issue for us on the stock market as well? Uh, the Queen will have no impact, but the uh, prices of the, of the fuel over there. I, th I mean, it always does, right? It's, we're such an interconnected world, didn't we? We all learned that when we fucked up the supply chain with COVID, we're still paying the price. So, but Europe, come on, we've because of COVID, it feels like we're more self-sufficient and don't give a shit about anything else because we've had to fend oh, ourselves. That you just described the last two hundred years of America, Brian. So I don't <laughs> think that's actually a big change. No, we always come out stronger. Yeah, I remember during the financial crisis, we'll just come out strong. We will this time. There's no currency rival to us. I mean, that distance is getting better and better. I guess crypto, the only thing, and that's not going to happen in our lifetime. So what did you say? It's not going to happen in our lifetime? I don't think, you know, they always say that it's always looking for the new currency, right? Yeah, like okay. the dollars. And you always hear the stupid stories of, you know, it was going to be Japan for a while, then China. Mm -hmm. I'm sure India will have its day in the sun. Group There'll always be the crypto stuff. It's not going to happen. So we're set, Brian, but there is the effects of if, you know, 500 million people are paying six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, the price for fuel and they're all the rationing will look like champs. But I just hard to believe there won't be blowback in terms of the stock market, which is what this pod's about. Chief. I will be saying you're going to write a little bit just because all of our big tech companies and other companies sell all over the world. So that impact does hurt their bottom line or help their bottom line, depending on the situation. But right. I'm still, I, I think there's just optimism just on the horizon as uh, wait, wait, don't look optimism? at me like that, Danny. Danny's giving me a look like optimism. Who the Optim hell what? <laughs> all you keep hearing is that we're going to follow the crash down. I know it's but all we don't. We don't ever do that. We don't ever fall crash down. I mean, I, I, the that could send the market, you know, sliding down. But the reality is, and the reason why the stock market inherently over the past hundred years always goes up over time. Sure, in time. That's yeah. People are yes. optimistic. We solve problems and we move on. This was what's going to happen. We're so going to we'll solve move problems on though before the fall. But, but I guess the question, Brian, is, I agree with everything you said. It's a matter of the move on date. The crash is a little over, not even a year old now. The 2001 really didn't pull out till 2003, four. So what I'm saying is we're going to be bouncing around this rocky bottom for a while. You don't yeah, think so? I can understand that. And that's um, okay. going to be my thesis for, uh, for um, my talk on my portfolio. So why okay. don't we start with this, Danny? Why don't you tell me? How's your portfolio doing? And did you buy or sell anything the last couple of weeks? I have not bought or sold because I think we're in a rocky bottom, which we have been doing. It seemed to have a you know the big bear bounce about six weeks ago uh, in August. Well, I guess it wasn't six weeks ago, a few weeks ago. So I'm playing tight. I have just I have never had such an itchy trigger finger, Brian. Than right now, I have a ton of money. 
Um, the best move I have done this year is not buying, is being disciplined. I've seen a lot of my stocks go up and down. So what I have done, Brian, as you know, I'm meticulous. You know me, I'm Mr. Research, right? That's yeah. my that's actually my middle name is Mr. Research. So what I've done is I've looked to see which stocks seem to want to escape. I've said this before. They seem to want to escape the orbit of being down. They just can't wait to not have this shitty news for it. So those ones I've been watching, it's ones we've talked about before. I have a lot of money in, and I'm going to go back into them. So no, I have not been doing that because I'm letting people like you, Mr. 2% Trade, do it. So why don't you tell us some action? Because mine is boring, Brian. Well... Look, um, that when we had that bear bounce, that was great. And then when we were starting to uh, see the reverse going back down, um, there was a few earnings that were coming out. And one of the stocks that I just uh, got sick of holding the bag for was Palantir. And look, and you were I, down I, on this, right, Brian? You were. I was. So you needed cash to do that. You've been tied up with stocks yeah. just to refresh. You needed cash to go out and trade like a maniac on crack, right? And so. Yeah. I mean, when you say Palantar, you were still down. You just want to clear. Okay. Most right. of my portfolio was was um, you know what they say bag holding. I was holding on to these stocks that had been yeah. decimated over the past you know five six months since the beginning of the year. Um, but when I look at my portfolio, I, I even though that was happening, I continued to have made money on most of those stocks because I was selling calls against them quite a bit. So. My portfolio has grown, even though I'm I'm holding losses on those particular. So in the mean, okay, Brian, let, let me jump in there for because uh, I'm slow. Mm -hmm. So you've been selling a lot of that on the existing stocks in the meantime, right? Yeah. Lot, so right? I'm okay. I'm not letting those. And that's worked out well. Are they making money or? Yeah, of course. It, so you rent okay. unless unless okay. you get you know, unless they end up being sold, right? During that process, and then you're going to take that loss on the sold. Well, the one that I just got tired of watching. Um, and and didn't after their after their uh, their quarterly report, um, I just didn't see any light ahead anytime soon. Was Palantir? You lost hope, Brian. What you're telling us is you lost hope. I lost hope in Palantir. Palantir. So, okay. And I don't even want to say that there's maybe the future. I have no idea. But and that's why I'm like, all right, this stock's going away. I bit the bullet. I sold it, and I'm done with it. So I took that money too. Okay, mm -hmm. took the money. You took money, but didn't buy me an early Christmas present. No, you no, I'm still waiting. Maybe with my 2% trades, there'll be enough okay. to do something nice for uh, Danny. But uh, I've been using those dollars instead of buying stocks and holding or trying to find other investment opportunities. I've been disciplined to take that particular money and only do a 2% trade each day, sometimes a couple times a day. And in the beginning, I wasn't having... Um, a, a lot of success. So I would be losing um, maybe one and a half, one, half a percent, two percent uh, during the day trying were to- Were you doing, Brian, let, let me jump in there for clarity. Were you doing all in one stock or were you splitting up your money? This is where you, you buy a stock in the morning, yes. you try and sell it 2% and you head out by days in no matter what. Was My, it all one stock or was no, it a bunch of little guys? No, it's, it's several stocks, which is not what I would like to end up doing, it should all just be one stock, but I, I haven't done this in so long. I felt out of practice and my confidence level has been low on this kind so of- You're kind of like when, when, when Muhammad Ali came back from his layoff during the Vietnam War, you're a little rusty. Yeah. But you're gonna come back and kick some ass. Okay, so you have right. a sparring 
All so right. then as, as a, this is probably about three or so weeks ago where this happened. So over the past three weeks, I get up in the morning and I, you know, I can watch, I can see that the action is right at the opening through the first half hour, at least for the most part, where the good section of the market will either go up or down, or um, I can watch it and see, okay, well, this is an overreaction to um, whatever's going on. So this might be the bottom of the day trade with this so then I'll so you'll trade within the first you're saying yeah. within the first 45 minutes you'll almost always do the trade right yeah i'm almost always done within the first hour working the magic okay and so um and it, you know i'm using that portion of the money i may do three stocks two stocks i haven't done just one stock yet with all of it okay um and so uh once the the step that single trade i'm trying to be disciplined i'm not going to do it all day long back and forth i'm just going to work on that cash allocation through uh, several different stocks and then be done with it and so the first couple of days i had more misses than hits for sure but then since then um i've been a little bit more uh thoughtful a little bit more lucky and um the market itself once we started to have these accelerations where the past week we've been going up and uh, maybe like a maybe 10 days ago, we had the, kind of the same thing for a couple of days. I've, I've been doing decent with this. I, I actually had um, many stocks that I made that 2% level. And then a few of them, as I'm doing a, a trailing stop on, some, if it's uh if it seems like it's accelerating, um, then I'm going to do a trailing stop to ride it a little bit more. I think I got on a few, maybe eight. Which ones? Give, give, us, some, give us some names, Ryan. What, what have you been trading and how is a lot real briefly? Give us okay. a rap, rapid fire names and results, baby. Come on. Okay, let me just. Say, I'm gonna log into my Robinhood account, and I'm gonna. You're now you gonna that. log in. You're not logged in. Yeah. You wanna get a okay. coffee too? Okay. Shh, Danny. Come <laughs> on, man. Okay, so I have done uh, Pinterest. I've done Fiverr, Okta. Hey, how was Pinterest? Modena. Give us results if you would. Yeah, how, the, the Pinterest was good. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what my trade was. Okay. Um, I bought it for, this is a few days ago, $23 and 16 cents. Mm -hmm. And then I sold it $23 and 53 cents. So that's 2%, right? I don't have a calculator and I'm dumb. So I'm really okay. just trying, like most of the time, if I can get to that 2%, that's happiness because it's, it's a compounding sure. thing. You, you know what I mean? Like it yes. doesn't sound that impressive. That but per day, it's, per day does sound impressive. If you yeah. have that every day, Brian, you'd be the best investor on earth. So actually, it does. So I'll go through more. Okay. So AMC, I did. AMC was okay. <laughs> Let me go back to this. Wow, AMC. what a what a stock of the new generation. I guess. What can you say? Yeah. Let me see if I can see this. That is a wild ride, dude. I don't know. I I've never had the stomach for that. I've always been in and out of those meme and stonks for a short amount so okay 811 was what i bought it for sold it for 968 oh that's wow that, that was, was a big one. one but that one was when you know amc was accelerating for whatever reason the mean stocks were doing really well i think it was close to when that ape uh stock that they spun off or did whatever offered um okay was uh either the day before it was happening or the day of or the day after somewhere around there when there was energy okay. there Nice work, though, Brian. Good job. Yeah, ChargePoint, SoFi, Hippo, JD, Snap, um, Nvidia, Bed Bath and Beyond. 
Uh, Let me jump in if I could out of curiosity, Brian. What, how did Snap work out for you? And, and what, what made you trade Snap? Just it's volatile or? Yeah, just the volatility. Okay. I don't know. Let's see if I even won on Snap. I don't and remember. would you get anywhere near that stock long-term, Brian, Snap? Is it a curiosity? It's so far down. Yeah, I think it's uh, it, the Snap's not going anywhere. Maybe, uh, maybe somebody will buy them. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I don't. It wouldn't be something I'd want to own. I think there's a lot more stuff. I mean, Meadow is a better buy, I think, at this point than Snap. Yeah. Man, Snap, Snap, I didn't, Snap, wow. I didn't do well. I bought it for okay. 11.30 and then well, sold it for 11.21. So that one was not okay. a winner. Wow, Snap's down like almost 90%, isn't it? It was yeah. peaked at 83 and now it's at 12. Wow. That's about. 80%. I did your favorite Dutch Brothers once as well. Okay, how'd you do with those guys? Of course, the Oregon-based. Yes, yeah, so Brands uh, Oregon. Uh, let's see. Was I a winner on this one? You want to know what the slogan is for Grants Path, Oregon, where they're based? Yes. It's the weather. It's the weather. Okay. It rains like it's gray and shitty, like seven months a year. They got balls for saying that, but I'll give it to them. So. Good okay. Job, uh, yes. Um, this one was a winner. Dutch Brothers. I bought uh, $44.81. And then I put a, a rolling stop on this one, a 1% rolling stop. Okay? okay. And it ended up selling at $44.83. So 40. And you bought it how much? $44.86. Oh, that wasn't that great. $44.81 to $44.86. So you basically got a cup of coffee out of the deal. Yeah, I got I got a Dutch Brothers coffee out of that one. Hey, let me ask you real quick, real quick, Brian, is California is going to enact a thing where they're going to be able to set the rates for fast food employees, where it's a, the horrifying phrase, a government committee is going to set the rates, which just sounds like the world's shittiest idea. How do you think that's going to affect people like in and out I know they're not public, but Dutch Brothers, a lot of the public companies have monumental presence in california i mean just go down the line everyone what do you think about that in terms of stock price i would imagine as any company would do depending on if that is a a positive or a negative to where you currently at for your employee um, costs you're going to raise the price of your product and everyone will have to, so it's kind yeah, of a their margins are, shouldn't right. change. So it could be if it's a uh, will people be less inclined to buy after yet another price increase? You no, know, I don't do they, they, food they don't have a choice enough. because here's the thing: is you can't go to McDonald's and and get it. Well, look if you're if it's apples to apples, all of those fast food right. chains are going to have okay. to do exactly the same thing. Okay, so right. so not a big just a bump on the stock. You don't think that's a big depression moving forward? I don't I think would, so. I, I mean, okay. I, I would imagine um, it's just has to be built into the cost. So when you go to California, maybe you're in and out it is uh, your 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 meal is, I don't know, six bucks and everywhere else it's five fifty. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't know why anyone would eat at McDonald's, but that's that's beyond me. So good for them. <laughs> so what do you have coming up for your 2%? So you're going to be doing trading for a while. Is that right? You're back to focus on this. Is that right? I'm back, well, I'm back to focusing on this particular allocated amount of money. For the okay. 2%. At the moment, okay. the rest of the stuff is still just riding how it was before. But it's been good because I, you know, I feel like I'm, I feel like I have like a little bit of a uh, of, of game going on. You know what I mean? Like if you go to Vegas and you just sit there and watch everybody play, it's really boring. So to, right now right. I'm, I'm a little charged up. I'm excited. You're, about sh the you're shaking the rust off. You're back in business yeah. is what you're yeah. telling me. And it's good because 
and, and, and I, having this little about amount of money that I'm doing with has given me more practice without the risk. Um, you okay. know, you know, that's, uh, that's helpful because I feel like the last six months, I haven't been paying attention to this 2% trade that I feel like is a great opportunity. Okay, shake the rust off. Okay, I have one question if I could, Brian, before we do hyper hate. Today, all of my Amazon in the world stocks really had a good day. Coupang was 8%. Uh, Melly was up 5%. My SE was up a pretty decent amount. They kind of, I had a great day. I was up 3.5% today, which is Friday the 9th, Brian, right? It's at 9.9. Yep. So why did Coupang and all those go up? C limited. Why are those even like square went up? So what did you hear something that I didn't? I looked it up. I couldn't find anything, but they all had a good day. All of them. Well, I think the, the whole market had a good day. And I think mm -hmm. it's more of a risk on at the moment. Um, I'm even looking at remember Jumia, which was one that I had a long time ago. That's yeah. the Amazon of South Africa, I think. Yeah. Um, that one had a good day too, up 4%. And it, in fact, like if you go back to last Tuesday, this thing was, six dollars and 92 cents and today it closed out at seven dollars and 82 cents so didn't they have some accounting problems or something brian didn't something fishy go in there or no I um, i'm not really I sure I, I don't remember that I, once i okay. sold it or traded it whatever i did with this thing okay right kind of lost my, uh, okay. like, that's an under billion dollar cap so yeah okay she so didn't hear anything that i well, could not well, seem to look up. but look what didn't raise up all of these you know semiconductors had a boast and uh yeah, Tesla and a lot of these um, big cap stocks boosted as well. Yeah, it's good day. Week. Okay, it's Brian. Been, it's been short week. Yeah. You got the for me? I'll take it. Yes. For the week, I was up about 6%. So I will, I'll take that in. Oh, wow. That's really good, Danny. I don't think I did that. I don't think I'm even yes. close to that. Let me take I didn't do much. Just let it ride for the most part. So. I don't know. I think I think our bottoms go for for the rest of the year. That's my personal opinion. I'm still a little nervous. Okay, Brian, give me some hyper hate. Okay, hold on. Let's check my weekly to the date and was uh, it? almost eight percent. Oh, so you smoked me? Oh um, yeah, I'm surprised. Nice didn't feel like that. Well, good for you, Brian. Nice work. Okay, good, cool, good news. We'll take it. Yeah, that's four days at two percent. So you're doing whatever you're doing is working. Okay, Brian, yeah. hyper hate. Some hype and hate, Dan. Give me, give me something. What you got? Am I throwing it at you, or are you throwing it at me? What do you yeah, want? I'm throwing it at you. You tell me. Okay, so what we're gonna kind of go on is these. We're in the uncool phase for stocks, and I'm gonna get some uncool industry leaders, Brian, where the things got hot and they're down. Right. The first one that was overplayed was the metaverse, right? It came out greatest thing. People got sick. It was pretty typical. It'll make a big splash, and yeah. it kind of goes down. So the metaverse stock that I have. I was trying to think of one. I was actually looking mm -hmm. last night for the biggest moat. They have a big one. They're well run. They are way down from their peak. And the company we've talked about numerous times, although not much lately, it had peaked out, Brian, at about 134. It's at 45. And the stock is Roblox. Oh, it just reported. There seems to be a lot of good momentum. You know, my kid is Mr. Tech Genius guy. So he, I kind of keep up to date. They have a lot of stuff in the pipeline. They seem to be very well run. Trying to think of what company could possibly do better that's established when the web goes from 2D to 3D, whenever that is, and during the whole transition. So long-term only, Brian. So we're not looking at trade. We've got to buy and hold it like I do for years. Roblox at 45 bucks. Is this going to be a good buy for the next five years? Buy and hold, Chief. I'm going to hype this one. I'll tell you why, Danny, because what I see with this is 
Microsoft, Sony, Apple, uh, Amazon, they're buying gaming companies left and right. This mm-hmm. company would be a great asset for one of those uh, larger platforms to purchase. At the very least, correct? Yeah. Right. And they have to pay a high premium on that one. Yeah, so I know. I see, I see, like, you know, you're getting in this under 50 bucks mm-hmm. at the moment, which mm-hmm. is, uh, I don't know if that's a deal or not. I don't know what they're. Um, it is. It's, you know, it's down. It is from, I guess it depends. Yeah. You know, it always it always made me nervous with a high valuation. I guess I turned out correct. I have very little of it, so virtually nothing. And the market cap is twenty seven. Microsoft buying this, this would be perfect. For well, you. they have Minecraft, but yeah, I could but see why X number of companies buy it. With that, it would, would they let them? Because they might get shit for it. I, I, well, they fucked Minecraft up. Minecraft was the biggest thing, and Roblox just blew past them. I don't think. Microsoft monetized that well at all. They went back. To, I guess I don't know if Steve Ballmer ran that one, but maybe happened. Sony will um, be the one to buy this. Maybe Amazon or maybe Facebook because Facebook really wants to do gaming as well. And this is metaverse and metaverse. I don't think that guy would sell to. I, honestly, dude, I don't think they'd allow a sale to Facebook. They have such bad will on that in that part. But yeah, you're right. They could, and why not? It would make sense actually. Yeah, it's I would hype it. I would hype it for the future aspect okay. of uh, sale. All right. Well, you're the first one to mention Facebook buying it. So if it happens, you're going to get the credit for it, Brian, and I will stand by it, buddy. Okay. Another great solid blue chipper. Now, this one is cybersecurity, right? Okay. No way it doesn't get bigger, right? right. So we, we know the market's expanding, correct? Uh-huh. But we know there's a lot of players in there. So one of the top ones I have, it is CrowdStrike Holdings. Now, they have been bouncing around. Uh, they've been at this for like, let's say the last, pretty much a whole year. They're right now at 190. Let's just say that's average for the year. So they really did a lot of bouncing around. They bought them way out at 150. They're up to 190. They just had some good news. They had a great quarter lately. So cybersecurity, without getting too much in the weeds, uh, they're profitable. Not much, but they are profitable. I think the market caps in the 40 billions, yeah, 44 billion. So long-term buy and hold, you cannot touch it for five years, Brian CrowdStrike. Yeah, I think these. Uh, I think you're right. This um, is an expanding business, a growth business. Cybersecurity mm-hmm. is not going away. It's only going to become more and more necessary. And you certainly, if you're a uh, enterprise customer, you can't you can't not have it. So, um, right. and the cost of the running these things is only going to probably increase. I think this is a great hype. Okay. Great. I do too. I, I don't think it's going to drop much more. Now, this is one I apologize. We've talked a lot before. I was going to do NVIDIA, but I'm much more curious on this one to have a bigger holding on this one. It's one we've talked about before. This holds codes. So I think everyone knows about GitHub, which was purchased, I think, by $70 billion from Microsoft years ago. People who do uh, coding will hold their codes there. This is called GitLab, a much smaller version. And the reason we're going back to it, Brian, is that their sales were up almost 90% year over year. Wow. I think it was last week they recorded. They had just unbelievable numbers. Their market cap is still small at just under $9 billion. They're right at the edge of breaking even, so they're not losing. So we don't have to borrow a whole lot of money. Highly regarded. They hold codes much like GitHub does. Very important. Uh, you can't do the web without places like this. So GitLab, Brian, long-termer, the small player, this is a Dr. Pepper to the GitHub's Coke, small player, growing massive growth, almost profitable. Best my knowledge, well run. Well, they've had a huge jump from mm-hmm. the 6th of September to today, 47 right. to 57. 
right. happened? Did they have uh, earnings or something? Yeah, they, or, yeah, earnings came out, Brian. They, they've been climbing a lot the last... Okay, that's what you were saying, 90, 90%. Oh. I just wonder if there's one more... Companies like this, though, Brian, when the tech market stays down, and I think all the market will be down, let's say, six months, I don't see it going much higher from here until the winter's over. That's just my guess, and that is a guess. I just wonder if these are going to be kept down because of it. So I I'd be taking This is an interesting advice. one, Danny. When you look at their chart, I mean, they have not yeah. deteriorated like all these other companies where they're down 60, 70%. They didn't peak out. Fuck, they peaked out in the, I think at 29 was, so let's see if they hit that low because right now it's at 57. They they hit 30, but that was the absolute low. So they're almost double off their low. Yeah. It's, you know, it's always hard to tie the bottom. These smaller ones will have bigger swings. They're not quite a year old, I think. No, yeah, they're in October, October 14th. Oh, that's when so they were. They, yeah, they've been around for a while. Well run. Uh, critically important part of it. I like the small cap. Yeah. I like them. Also could be bought. I don't know. I don't think they will. Um, someone like Google could buy them or, you know, Oracle, a million companies. But if, you, if you're doing coding, which is everything, these companies are priceless so i'm gonna say that i'm gonna hate it um for the if you're looking long term i can see mm -hmm. why you would hype it i'm gonna hate it just because it doesn't it doesn't uh <laughs> i guess my my thing is it's risky at this point because it's it's it hasn't dropped as much as everything else so it seems feels risky mm -hmm. to me at this point in time to get involved with it now um i think there's uh better companies that are so beaten down that have the potential okay. to go so you, you're just concerned because the price run up you like everything about yeah. it but i think, think the, the ship has sailed price run up after earnings is phenomenal which is great yeah. if you owned it but i don't own it i'm gonna hate it i do okay yeah i'm gonna hype it long term i'm gonna hype all the three i did by the way for that right so anyway those are industry leaders those are a lot of categories that are very strong and growing uh cyber security the metaverse and then code storage so that's why i like them well run those come to have researched pretty well. So, all right, Brian, what do you have? So my first one is um, one of your favorites, and uh, I've actually never been involved in this company at all. And it's um, it's way down this year. It's at a really low level, which is what's piquing my interest, and that's uh, Alphabet. So I know that you own this stock, and you've owned it for a long time. I don't know where. Wait, which, wait, which one, Brian? Alphabet. Oh, Alphabet! I thought you said Outback. I was to say, "Good day, mate." The steakhouse. Wait, you've you've have you ever ha even had Google? Can we, can I've we never had. I never had any Google that I can remember. I don't ever remember taking. And it's on my Robinhood is Google. I mean, the thing is G O O G L. So let's just can we just call it Google? Just knock off the Alphabet shit. I remember the. I think of the Alphabet soup. Throws me off. Better than um, okay. Well, Brian. Wow. You're gonna hype or hate it. It's it's a hundred eleven dollars right oh, now. Hype this, I'm gonna hype, I'm not gonna do either one. I'm gonna hype the living shit out of this one, Brian. This is a long term, and now for the year, it's down twenty three percent. Yeah, it's pretty much down to its price from you know March of a year ago. So you have about a year and a half's worth in there of not growth. Now this is the thing about this is the one caution I have on these, Brian, is all of these big caps. Now that the tech has kind of corrected itself and devalued a lot of the shares, which are probably overdone. If you okay, are are you looking at it right now? I'm chart? looking at it right now. Fuck. Okay. Well, in five years, it's only went up 133 percent, and I say only because these companies. The the concern I have is are these companies. This is Microsoft, Google, 
Apple, so much of the growth is gone. Is it really worth, is it, it's just basically an index fund. With that said, I'm going to hype it because I don't think you're going to lose it. I love Google, loved how it's run. It's quite the amazing company. So I'm going to hype it, but I do, I don't think it's going to be a hyper growth stock anymore, Brian. Hopefully I'm wrong. I'm going to hype it as well. I just like this price point on this stock. Just uh, if you're if you're into a little bit of risk management, you want to own something good that makes money, right? Um, and I think that that's where a lot of the the big money is going to go into as time goes on throughout. So the you're season. okay. So you're insinuating Google has achieved profitability. <laughs> they might have had them made a few bucks. Um, yeah, I'm going to hype this one too. Wow. All right. When they went public, it was at 23 billion. Yeah. And they had growth in the triple digits and they were highly profitable. It's amazing how much more we value tech than a generation. I think it was at 2004 or five. I think their date just came up. It is just remarkable how much money that they, they just a printing money factory. So yeah, definitely hype that one. It's hard, hard to bet against those really. So. So just like your uh, Amazon of everywhere um, went up today, I it prompted me to look at uh, Shopify today. So um, Shopify um, I think I'm, I don't know that I've ever traded this one either or owned it, but we oh. talked about it a million times. It's at $34, just under 35. Um, it went up 9% today and it's down like, I don't know. I mean, it's just ridiculous how far the year down. It's down 76% from its peak. It's, it's at 34, Brian, this thing. thing. So, so here's my thought is the Shopify is not going anywhere. They're dominating their particular market. Is there any risk to this going down that much more? Or That's actually a good question. Like it's, and it's sat here in this 30 something dollar range. Yeah. And for peak, you know, it's low as 29. So it hasn't really bounced that much. That's actually pretty close. It's low. Since May 11th, where it was like $32, it hasn't done anything it hasn't gone up or down past this uh nine percent mm -hmm. even less than that and it, it certainly hasn't gone down lower than that it's gone up as high as 41 dollars. but that's quite a few months where this thing has just languished in nothingness mm -hmm. that can't that's not going to stay this is this is a growth company they're doing phenomenal aren't they they do have good numbers the only concern i have I with them is what's that the high PB ratio. Yeah, no, it's it, well-run company, every metric. They've just done a ton of layoffs, so hopefully that's over. No stock typically goes up after layoffs. The only concern I have is they need to learn how to generate more business for their clients. When you're like an eBay and an Etsy and Amazon, you have set people will come in. It's like a shopping mall, basically, right? Mm -hmm. The problem with Shopify is you're out on the street, but they need to work somehow on... And it's the one thing I think they've they've not done is get people to the people stores. With that said, no one else has figured it out. So I'm going to go ahead and hype it. Yeah, I'm going to hype it here too. It just mm -hmm. seems like a great risk versus reward situation. Yeah, they were the darling forever. They're down about 75, 80%. So that darling stuff's over. So yeah, they're they're like one new one great news story away from popping again. I hope so. Yeah, you could be right on that one. Well run. There's no reason to think anyone's going to catch up to them. So yeah, let's hype that one long term again. All right, Brian, you got one more, right? I've got one more. And so this one's a different one that I've never talked about before. And the only reason I'm bringing it up because they're going to do an IPO the end of this month or beginning of next. And that's Volkswagen. They're going to IPO Porsche out of their out of their uh, company. So um, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of car companies. I would never really invest uh, 
any money into them. I don't know that this is a good time as prices uh, come down or whatever from the pandemic. Okay, Brian, Volkswagen owns Porsche and they're spinning it off. Is that right? They're, they're getting not, that right? They're IPOing it. So basically, they're IPOing Porsche, though. Yes, IPOing okay. the company, the Porsche. And the family will still have the overwhelming amount of shares and voting shares or whatever. That's fine. Founders get it. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. But the, uh, Volkswagen controls it. Doesn't mean that the uh, the family's going to have it back into their control, from what I understand. Right. But the stocks are wanna... gone, right? They do still right. need to have but the valuation, Brian. Weren't they talking like eighty billion for this? They're talking about eighty to eighty-five billion. Now, the market cap for Volkswagen as a whole is ninety-two. So, and Volkswagen's the biggest car company on earth, by the way. That's correct. Yeah, they sell. Right. Them. They're huge, right? Huge. So, just mm-hmm. just this deal alone is going to create so much value in Volkswagen and the and there's and I'm not sure exactly which Volkswagen symbol to buy there's like half but a wait, dozen but right if they're spinning it off you, you can't just spin off part of the company it doubles you have to spin the car off it has to be separate from Volkswagen I know Volkswagen get a windfall but this is a spinoff or it wouldn't be public I don't know how it works in Germany dude but I don't was in the sauerkraut, but you still got to have the but, Volks, but Volkswagen is going to have an enormous amount of shares. Sure. Okay. Right. That they Which will is own. And so they're a well-run company, Brian. I don't like at 85 billion. Absolutely not. I don't know shit about cars or care. Really? I'm with you. That's just way overvalued. I, I know they're going electric and all that. And I know it's a great name, but their production is so small on the Porsche by comparison to Volkswagen that I just think the valuation is way too high. And every time I've thought that I've been right. So I'm going to stick to my guns. So I'm going to hate that one, Brian. What do you think? Unless they sponsor us with a free 911, then I'm all for it. It's the best stock in the world. That's a great call. I, I think I'm, I'm hyping it just because it just okay. seems like a great trade. The, the, the stock, uh, the Volkswagen stock is down historically low for this uh, year to date. Because car companies are shitty stocks in general. So airline stocks is a rule. This, shitty. I, I feel like this has the potential to have some uh, some juice going through it. You know, some some high octane juice while this is happening. And then when it does spin off, and then get the hell out of it. I sure if you're in a trade, knock yourself out. Yeah, no, no, this is a trade. I'm yeah. not holding Volkswagen for five years. No, I just think you this, know, is a great this whole EV switch of cars, Brian. That is such a massive thing. You know, design's easy, production's hard. We've always known that. And this, I don't know, man. That is a lot. All these car companies in California is going to electric by 2035. I wish them the best, but that is a monumental challenge with thousands of pitfalls. So. You know what the most hilarious thing is? There, here's California pushing for, um, you know, yeah. everything to be okay. easy. Okay, I should and, be. Nice. And then we're and then we're in these. Two days later, uh, what happened? Yeah. What? T- tell them what happened two days after they said we're going all EV. We're going all EVs, and then they said, you know what, the power grid. Everybody can stop charging their EVs right now because um, there's not enough power to do this. So that's why government. They're just consistent. Yeah. And is there I- any plan to increase our power grid? No. We're going to have nuclear uh, plants by the same time that we're going to go all electric? No. Oh, no. This maybe is- we'll batteries up to all the no. pelotons that we have here, Brian. I don't know. I wish them the best. I'm glad they're trying. 2035 is easy to say that, you know, I'm going to lose 30 pounds by 2035 while I'm at it. So <laughs> I shouldn't be so uh, sardonic, I guess. But yeah, it was just typical government. And how, by the way, how, how's our power grid not working? Because first of all, there's like like 80 million households here that have solar yeah. panels on top of their roof. I know we have, Brian, we have energy back. And you're talking about during the day, it's like it's been sunny up until the last day or two for the last yeah. eight months. Where the hell 
why did we not have power to do this? We, we, too, we have 40 million people in the state. It's, at a certain point, it's just too big. We're, we have, we're not going to get a water first, so it won't matter. By 2035, we'll have no water. So what the hell does it even matter? Be back to the mm-hmm. Wild West days. So, okay, Brian, well, good. So hopefully your more optimistic prediction for the rest of the year will trump mine. Let's put yeah, it that Danny Downer. Yes, I am Danny Downer. Okay, stockhypers.com. What did Kathy buy.com? Yeah. Kathy, do for a comeback. Love that site, Brian, as you know. Uh, email I mean, the, new stock hyper site. So the new um, stock hyper site has hype and hate on there for your news stories. And uh, Danny's been doing that. He's been doing a fana- fantastic job, phenomenal job. I was thank you, Brian. Yeah, it's funny. You can do that, get reactions. So that's been picking up. So thank you for everything. We won't be so long for the next podcast. So hopefully, Brian, I yeah. can on you to be right, Mr. Rosie, forecast there, Chief. So oh, there on, you a, go. on a rare rainy day in, in uh, San Diego right now. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. true. Cool. All right. Well, we hope you go out there. Um, have a nice weekend. And uh, next week, make some money. And uh, Stock Hypers will be back to you later. But for now, we are out. Mm-hmm.